Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agorcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. Guess who's back? Peter Pascali, President and CEO, Pyrogenesis Canada, choice of the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol PYR. Mind you, for probably not a lot longer, which is great news for our friends in the U.S., PYRNF. Uh, the company doesn't need much of introduction. You know them. They're the developer and, and commercializing their plasma torch technology across multiple applications, enough to say that their backlog is expected to be about $40 million. Uh, so they're, they're doing great things. Here, what we're talking about today, I'm going to read it. Pyrogenesis announces closing of $12 million bot deal prospectus offering, including full exercise of over allotment option. Hey, Peter, welcome back, buddy. Thanks. Glad to be here, George. Really good to be here. Thanks a lot. Hey, congratulations. It's no small feat. Nobody takes for granted when a company closes $12 million in a bot deal. That's pretty big because it means uh, they took on all the risk because they, they, they knew they could sell it. How important is this uh, to the company for you to be doing a $12 million deal? It's got to be your biggest financing yet. Yeah, it's been our, it's our biggest financing, uh, George. It was done by Prospectus. Uh, the, uh, the last time we did a Prospectus deal was over 10 years ago. Uh, and I can get into that later on, but it's important to us because it was one of the boxes we had to tick to uplist. And that's really the only reason why we were doing this particular financing was to tick that box. We don't need the cash. Uh, we have enough cash on our to, to go forward over the next 18 months, 12, two years, whatever we have is we have to project project out for the TSX. Uh, so this was done clearly just to tick that box, and we're very happy. Bought deal, oversubscribed significantly. Uh, very very happy. Hey, by the way, really quick for people who are watching for the first time, the box you had to tick was you had to, you had to raise a certain amount of capital uh, for your TSX up list. What was yeah. that number? Yeah, so I, I, can, I can talk about that if you want to a bit, George. Uh, what, we have, what we're doing is actually two separate things. One is we made an application to, to the TSX to up list as a technology company. And as a technology company, one of the requirements are that you have at least $10 million on your balance sheet, the majority of which is from a prospectus financing. And we haven't done a prospectus financing since, I think we did, our, 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 when we did the RTO was prospectus. And I think the last one we did was in 2012. So we uplisted in 2011 on a prospectus. In 2012, we did another deal in, in prospectus, but we haven't done a prospectus since then. All our deals were non-brokered private placements. Um, so the question becomes, what does the TSX use as a benchmark for how much you have in your balance sheet at the end of the second quarter, what we have now at closing. So you have to have the majority of 10 million on your balance sheet, which is basically 5 million in one dollar if you have 10 million. So, uh, we went out to do it and decided to do an original raise of 5.7 to tick that box. And then but you, became, went higher. But you went higher. Why? Well, we went higher because we weren't sure whether the TSX would use our second quarter numbers, which I think showed we had 1 million on our balance sheet or, or take the current what's currently in our bank. And just so that wasn't left uh, to question. And since we're going up funding and since it was so significantly oversubscribed, it was oversubscribed more than 12.7 million or whatever it is, 12.1 that we got. Um, we decided just to cut it off there. We made the 10 million. There's no question. We ticked that box and, um, you know, we had some extra money on the balance sheet. So that's, that's the story behind why we went and did the financing. 
with respect to the prospectus offering, that's very interesting as well, because I think we announced this whole thing around Octo uh, October 15th or so. And we wanted to close it out around October 30th, basically before quarter end. Um, that's about two weeks. Most companies, well, I don't know about most, I haven't done it statistically, but most companies, it seems, do prospectus offerings you know, more frequently than once every 10 years. And so what you have to do when you do this prospectus offering, you have to go back over history and, um, and for instance, justify where every share was issued, that it was issued properly, all the way back, not to the, not one year or two years, all the way back to the last prospectus. Man, that's a lot of due diligence. Figure out all the supporting documentation for every share that's issued 10 years ago. Our files are pretty good, but it's complicated. So um, we did that in, ten, in roughly two weeks and a couple of days, which is remarkable. We went back to the AMF, uh, the AMF had questions back and forth, and we got that signed off. So where we are right now is we've ticked the finance box and we have a conditional approval from the TSX for uplisting. Now we're going to them with the final, the, the fact that we've finished this off and it looks like the, you know, the uplisting will be, I don't want to put any, 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 any time frame on it, but it's, the, the heavy lifting's done. The heavy lifting is done. And yeah, I was going to ask you that ballpark. Do you have an ETA? Uh, naturally, it's out of your hands, so you can't pinpoint anything. But is it ballpark ETA? Is it is it any day now? Is it next month? Is it next quarter? Can you? Well, I, it's, I think it's going to be in the next an few idea. Weeks. In the next few weeks. Let's just put it that way. All right. We'd like to be uplisted um, before the end of uh, the reporting period for the third quarter numbers. Uh, you have some questions out there about you had to do this financing because potential customers were asking you to have a stronger balance sheet. I don't know if you want to address our, that, but it's, it's been a no, question that's been out there enough, not. I should ask you. Absolutely, absolutely not. I don't, we never had a question about our balance sheet from any customer any time in our history, except many, many, many years ago when we were looking at doing something in Japan. The, the, the question came up many, many, many years ago. But it's never been a question that's been posed to us. There's been no, I don't even think our, our, our potential clients or clients really uh, know what exchange we're on or what our, our financials look like. It's never become a question. Look, if it's not a question for the U.S. Navy, no. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and I guess that goes a long way to building credibility with clients. You know, they're dealing with U.S. Navy over many years. Um, they have done their own due diligence and found us to not to be lacking. So like, I think that goes, I, I'm just speculating now, obviously, but it can't hurt. Uh, um, one of the biggest advantages of being on the Toronto Stock Exchange, uh, I'm presuming is that it now opens up more potential buyers. And I'm talking on the institutional side. Can you speak to that? Because I'm presuming there are, I'm presuming there are, and I'm not going to speak about Pyro. I'm presuming that there are a lot of funds and institutions and brokerages, whatever the case may be, that would want to buy ABC widgets on the TSX Venture Exchange, ticks all the boxes for them, they like it, but they just can't because it's on a junior exchange. Uh, does getting to the TSX big board for Pyrogenesis open the company up to a, a bigger pool of, uh, of you know, big money buyers? You'd think so, wouldn't you, George? I mean, that's that's the idea behind you know uplisting and going through the costs and the aggravation is essentially uh, increasing the eyeballs on the stock, um, 
and one of the groups of eyeballs are funds. Obviously, there are funds that can buy on the TSXV, but there's legitimately a lot more. I don't know about a lot more, but there's funds that just cannot invest in on the, on the venture exchange. So they they they, they uh, they're limited to to the TSX, the big board. Um, so yeah, that's the basic idea. The basic idea of the whole of this whole exercise, unless it was missed by anybody, was was uh, it doesn't, doesn't help my business uh, in any way, other than through 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 getting uh, you know more eyeballs on the stock and maybe increasing market cap. But the idea is to get more eyeballs on the stock, more interest in the stock, more trading of the stock, more investment in the stock. And that's basically the idea for why we uplist. Is it fair to say you're ending off? I mean, here we are, almost you know almost mid November now. Is it fair to say, Peter, that you're ending off the year, Pyrogenesis ending off the year, stronger than it's ever been, first from a business side, second of all, from a balance sheet side? Yeah. I mean, how happy are you guys at the current state of affairs the, uh, at, at Pyro? We're over the moon, uh, George. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, there's no debt on our balance sheet other than trade payables. There's, our backlog has gone, is gone from $7 million last year to $40 million this year. We turned profitable second quarter. We project a very good third quarter and year and year to and year end. I mean, um, there's all sorts of deals in the in the irons in the in, in the fire. We're we're over the moon right now. We're over the moon. This is this is this is exactly where any company would want to be. And now we're going to the big board. I mean, you know, and, and it's not it's it's a team, George. I mean, really, there's a seriously a really good team that supports me in doing this. Uh, even even doing this uh, financing. Uh, and the team extends even to our outside legal counsel and, and other professionals. It's a whole team that's doing this. And it's, uh, it's remarkable how we've got the perfect team. We've got the perfect team here. Um, I don't know if it was a Freudian slip, but about 30 seconds ago, you said, you know, things are going great. We've got a lot of deals on the go, a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> so you said that, right? I got to ask because, you know, everybody at home, and I know you can't give, you know, again, but how how are the prospective customers A, B, and C uh, looking like on the iron ore pelletization side? Um, <clears throat> those moving along, are they? What what are you allowed? What can you tell us? <laughs> they're, they're 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 not they're there. I mean, they're not. All, I'd have to press release if something went askew. They're there. Okay. What do you want me to say, George, for crying out loud? No <laughs> well, listen, I want to put you on the on the spot for a bit, but I know you can't. Yeah, so bottom line is... Irons in the fire. Where do you go from? Iron, iron, iron you said it. You said geez. that we had irons in the fire. And I said, okay, I gotta, yeah. I'm going to hit them on that. Yeah. But, but yeah, they, okay, so you, you, obviously you can't tell us, uh, but had they had anything been going sideways, backwards, you you would have had to... Of course you have to press that. release that. Of course you have to press release that, yeah. Yeah, Things right. are going well. I'm very happy, very excited um, on all fronts. La last question for you. Uh, one of the things you had discussed, I think you had first press released uplisting, spin outs, and all those corporate reorg kind of things, maybe a year ago. It might have actually been last November uh, when, when you first announced it. So the uplist. Looks like it's going to happen, subject to the approval of TSX. So that's not guaranteed, but we're presuming that's going to go okay. Um, it, once that's done, the next the next question becomes, where are you guys in terms of spin out? Because the company has so many different. You got military, you know, you've got military defense. You got 3D. 
you, you got all the different applications. Do you start having that discussion or, or have you guys start having those, those discussions on whether you start to spin out parts of the company as well? So that's always been my, um, not my strategy, but my answer to some of the challenges facing the companies were very complex. And as a, um, a company that was trading under a dollar, the relatively small market cap on the venture exchange being very complicated has its challenges to get people to take a look. Now, COVID, with all due respect, helped us in that, in, that, in that regard. People were locked down. They had more time. We had some news and we acted, our stock acted a certain way that got some eyeballs that actually started peeling back the onion and taking the time to realize what we got. So to some degree, that, that helped. But at the end of the day, um, I would suggest that the less complicated an entity is to understand, the more uh, probability you're going to get the attention that you deserve. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to happen, but that's something that our, the board and, and myself uh, believe. And as we take steps forward, it will be with that in the back of our mind to try and still make it less complicated uh, to, to the investors, to investors. Yeah. And by the way, when you say complicated, I say successful, because if you had a bunch of dormant divisions that weren't doing anything, you wouldn't have to talk about them. Therefore, you wouldn't add to the complexity, but you're firing all cylinders. 3D printing, dross right, uh, obviously the, with the military. Uh, so that, that that's actually uh, that's actually really a really good sign. Yeah. So so when you're very complex, I mean, when somebody takes the time, either a fund or a, 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 an investor or a, takes the time to analyze the company, they look at it and say, okay, if I'm going to put five hours into this, I may not come up with anything and it's complicated. If I put five hours into something that's a little simpler, uh, you know, then, then maybe maybe it's, it's, easier to, it's easier to do. So um, you're right, uh, uh, George, it is complicated. However, as, as, we, as you noted in the past, each one of our business lines we've associated, lined up uh, with multi-billion dollar companies who to some degree have done due diligence on their own. So I tell investors if they actually want to put in the time, uh, the odds are that they'll, 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 they'll come up with uh, something they like because other people have gone before them and uh, on a commercial basis and done the same thing. Yeah, I always said back in the day, who are we to debate Auburn Duval on the 3D printing side? Who are we to debate the U.S. military, no less, uh, for the aircraft carriers and so on and so forth? So, uh, hey, you've, you've done an amazing job, Peter. We have a lot of fun in these interviews, had a lot of fun on this one. There isn't much more. I want to try and drill down, but obviously I can't. Well, not right now. Maybe in a couple of weeks we can talk some more. But uh, right now we're finished the financing. We're going to put our energy towards the uplisting. We're we're maintaining our business development on all fronts, on all sides. But we during the uh, the the financing we had to be a little bit more. um, We had to be careful about what we press release during that period of time. There's like it's called like a quiet period. You have to be careful. So we're we're out of that now. So. Hey, look, you had to be so quiet that, in fact, your shareholders on your Agoracom forum had to put out your your picture and missing on those <laughs> on those bottles. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, I, I, think, think I was, was on more. there recently. I, I caught up, I think, uh, I think, I think I caught up with, until except the past few days. I caught up recently with all the questions, I think. Yeah, I know you've been doing a fantastic job and we know how much the shareholders appreciate that engagement with you. And I think that's, that's made a big difference. Well, again, George, uh, if, if people have a question, uh, you know, they, uh, sometimes my, 
that so, some questions are brought to my attention that are on different forums, your on different platforms. You know, just post it here and I'll answer it. You know, clear it up for once and for all. Yeah, naturally. That's why we got the verified form. Peter's got the check mark beside his name. You know, if you post a question, you know you're going to get the answer from Peter and or the team. You know, at some point, uh, you know, we know we got Rodana who who really holds the fort down on the investor relations side for you. So, uh, guys, for everyone at home, take advantage of that. And uh, we know a lot of people love it. So if you haven't taken advantage of it, take advantage. But Peter, congratulations on this massive milestone, this financing. Thanks, George. Good to see you again. Going forward. Thanks a million. Really appreciate it. You've been watching, or if you've been listening by podcast to Peter Pascali, present CEO of Pyrogenesis Canada, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange, hopefully for not too much longer, uh, under the stock symbol PYR. Uh, and for our friends in the U.S. under PYRNF, thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you on the verified forum for Pyrogenesis on Agoracom.